Our Father in heaven, we want to thank you this morning for the privilege of being in your presence. Thank you for the peaceful night rest. Thank you for your love that is set upon us. We pray that this morning you would rejuvenate our hearts with your manifold blessings, that your presence will go with us in all that we do. Open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your word. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning and welcome back to our daily devotional podcast. We are still looking at the book of Daniel with the team, Those Who Dare. And today we are entering Daniel chapter 10. We thank God for the progress. In case you have missed any of the episodes, we encourage you to go back and listen to them prayerfully study your bibles with us and um, use some of the materials that we have on our community and the lord will richly bless your spiritual life in jesus name as you dare to do great things for the lord and do the little things well as well um we are looking at daniel chapter 9 daniel chapter 10 and i would like to title it the unseen war the unseen war uh, daniel during uh, as many scholars argue between 535 bc had uh, a serious uh, distress during the third year of the reign of cyrus the great this time daniel was very old and he was beside the tiger river the river hedeka the bank of hedeka and you know he had a vision that came and he saw uh, an angel that came to him now before then daniel was passing through a great distress at that time and daniel started fasting for three weeks you know he didn't eat anything he was praying confessing the sins of the children of israel and his own sins asking god for mercy and the and why daniel was greatly distressed was because um, he had received reports concerning some locals some local palestinians who were hostile to the jewish resettlement yes cyrus had already given the decree that jerusalem could be rebuilt but there were some local palestinians who were you know giving them some issues and we can find that in ezra chapter 4 and they kept on opposing the children of israel all the days of cyrus and in a state of grief daniel had given himself to fasting and prayer so that god would intervene and it was at this point as he was walking by the river that he saw the vision of the heavenly been and when you read daniel chapter 10 verse 5 and 6 he said that he lifted up his eyes and beheld and you know there was a certain one who was clothed in linen with who was girded with gold around the waist and the body was of bell and his face was the appearance of you know majestical appearance and talked about the eyes of fire the arms and feet of bronze it was so glorious and when we compare this angel or this being that daniel saw with other passages of scriptures like revelation chapter 1 verse 13 to 16 
um, we see that this person can be no other one but Jesus the Christ. In fact, when John the Revelator saw this same kind of appearance, the being introduced himself in Revelation chapter 1, verse 17 and 18, as he says that, you know, I am the Alpha and the Omega, and that can only be Jesus the Christ. In fact, in verse 18, he says, I am he who lives and was dead and behold i am alive forevermore so you see that this uh, description is an identical claim of jesus the christ so daniel saw jesus in the person of michael the angel who came to his rescue when daniel had this vision um, between the 535 bc but before then something interesting had happened when daniel was praying for the whole of three weeks uh, my uh, angel gabriel finally came and told him that you know your prayers have been answered even before you started praying god had already answered your prayer but then he, the question would be why did he take um, gabriel up to three whole weeks before he came to answer him and Gabriel gave him the answer and said in, in verse 13 of Daniel 10 he said I would have come to you from the first day that you started praying but he said but the prince of the kingdom of Pesha withstood me 21 days withstood me for three days there, there was indeed a fierce conflict at the, at the court of Cyrus between Gabriel and somebody that you know the Bible identified as the prince of the kingdom of Pesha and it says this you know person withstood and it cannot be any physical human being because it says that this prince of the kingdom of Pesha that withstood the whole angel Gabriel must also be a supernatural force either um, controlling a human figure or a supernatural force itself or being that withstood angel Gabriel for 21 weeks and there was a great battle happening behind the scene that Daniel was oblivious of so much that Inge Gabriel couldn't have even won on his own strength that Michael the Prince Jesus Christ himself has to come you know the Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 to 12 that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers, against hosts of wickedness, against rulers of darkness in heavenly places. And this was such an experience for Daniel. Daniel was praying to God to answer his prayers to help the children of Israel, but he didn't know that behind the scene, God was fighting battles that he could never have seen. And what could that mean to us today? You know, many a times we ask God for things which we certainly should, sometimes according to His will, and other times not really according to His will. But the point is that there is a battle that is going on in our world today. A battle that many a times, yes, we see the evidence, the fruit of those battles in reality through the upside downs of life. But many a times we don't really see what happens behind the scene. We don't see the angels of God as a battle in defense for the people of, of God. We sometimes ask God to do certain things for us and we are expecting it to be as quick as we have said it. But sometimes we, we don't have that patience and that tenacity as Daniel had to dare to wait upon the Lord as he wrestles 
you know, eat out from the hand of the enemy. When we continue the book of Daniel, he says that while Gabriel was struggling to win the mind of Cyrus, while he was battling against that supernatural force, he said, and behold, Michael, we'll read verse 13, and behold, Michael, one of the chief priests, came to help. You know, Michael, one of the chief priests, came to Gabriel's aid. And when we studied the, the, the meaning of the word Michael, it means who is like God. And Gabriel was telling Daniel that, you know, him that was telling Daniel that beside himself, only Michael had the knowledge of the divine mysteries that he was about to reveal. And Michael, the name Michael stands meaning who is like unto God. You know, it, it's, it's a fierce rebuke to the kingdom of darkness, especially to all of the powers that have arisen and that will arise thinking themselves or placing themselves in the place of God. You know, the popes, the, the emperors, and all the rest that, you know, try to subdue or, sub, you know, substitute the authority of God here on earth. Now, now, when Michael finally wins the battle, the angel explains, you know, the setting things further to Daniel, and he gives him the promise of God's ability to save and the things that will happen in the later time especially as it related to the appointed time or maybe in, in our next episode we may elucidate more on this we may explore this part a little bit more but we would like to focus on the fact that when Gabriel was free to come to Daniel, he was told that now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people, you know, in verse 14, that's what I'm reading now, to your people in the later times for the vision refers to years yet to, to come. Now, when he meant your people, yes, it may mean the literal Israel, you know, yes, because we were looking at the 70 uh, weeks that was cut out for the show of Israel and Daniel didn't understand that fully remember and Gabriel is coming to explain to him further what he meant by the appointed time for the children of Israel now when we read Daniel chapter 10 verse 15 to 19 it was revealed this revelation that was given to Daniel brought him some revived strength and he was told of the conflict that was to come and even after the the division was explained to daniel in Gabriel, he said you know now i must go and continue my contention with the prince of patia and it's interesting that you know gabriel will continue to strive with the prince with the patient kings until patia was superseded by greece about 200 years into the future and then he would strive to influence the greeks in favor of god's people as he had the patience and it could well be that the second rest restoration decree by Darius the great in 519 bc and the third and final degree by Atasis in 457, which led to the return of Jerusalem and their nation, whereas the result of Gabriel's striving with the minds of these patient 
kings and that's very interesting because we serve a god who does not give up on his people and he fulfills his promises we see in Gabriel striving contending with the princes of Pesha with their minds against the forces of darkness to make sure that God's will and God's plan for the children of Israel comes to pass but before Gabriel returns he told him some things about uh, the scripture of truth about the the, the timing and God's giving on erring truth when we read verse 15 and 16. You know, the angel mentioned however, um, this vision is explained to to Daniel in Daniel chapter 11. He told him that, yes, I will tell you what is noted in the scripture of truth, but then he had to go back and return to fight with the prince of Pesha. It's amazing because when Gabriel said, said that I am Gabriel, the one who stands in the presence of God, it reveals that Gabriel had a high position in the heavenly courts of God. And you know, even when he spoke about Michael, which is Christ your prince in Daniel 10 verse 21, it, it also reveals that it seems like God sent the choicest of of vessel um, the choices of persons in in the person of Gabriel and Michael which is Jesus the Christ to come you know come to the aid of his people when they were in dire need and when Daniel dared to pray I, I want to let you know that my friend that God is so good that when it comes to his people he gives the very best it is we that do not reciprocate, not even in the very least, but God is so good that he gives the very best. When, when God saw that Adam and Eve had sinned, he came down himself and he came to seek after them. Not to punish them, but to redeem them, but to initiate the plan of salvation. When Daniel dared to pray, God himself came down. In the person of Michael the angel and he even sent Gabriel who was in the very presence of God when Shadrach Meshach and Abednego dared to stand up for God and they were thrown into the fire God came down and Nebuchadnezzar had to say the fourth person I see is like the son of God Jesus Christ came down you see I want you to know that Jesus would always come down to our rescue Whenever we call upon him, whenever we are in distress, he would always come down to save. It's either he sends his angels like that of Gabriel who are before the very presence of God, or he comes down himself. You can trust him to deliver you. And indeed, Daniel said his strength was revived. His strength was revived because he saw God in action. To save his people striving contending fighting to make sure that his people are saved i want you to know that god has not ceased fighting for you in fact exodus 14 verse 14 says tells us that the lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace it doesn't mean that you don't have a part to play in this battle against the forces of darkness but the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, my friend, but they are mighty for pulling down strongholds. 
the weapons of our warfare. You know, Paul describes it in the book of Ephesians, speaking about the, the sword of truth, the word of God, speaking about, you know, the helmet, the righteousness, speaking about righteousness, truth, obedience to God, humility, and, you know, preaching the gospel. Those are our weapons of warfare. And it's my prayer that you will trust God enough to take control over the affairs of your life. Knowing that he would always come true for you. You only have to do your part. Humbly seek him with all of your heart. Learn to cultivate a life of prayer. Learn to seek his face daily through his word. And share with others as you have been blessed. And never keep silent in the midst of oppression. And to show love to all who come around you. It is my prayer, oh God, that you would help us that when we call upon you, whether three weeks, three years, or 30 years, may you always come to our aid like you did for Daniel. As we worship you, oh God, may we always feel your presence near us. May we always see your goodness manifesting around us as you strive to fight our unseen battles. And Lord, do not help allow us by our own foolishness to drop our weapons of this warfare. Whether you help us to hold on to your word, to prayer, to sharing of the gospel, help us to hold on to these things for they would help us overcome by the blood of the Lamb. So thank you, Lord, for answering our prayers. Teach us to number our days. We ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you and do not forget to share.